The buzz of plane engines whirred overhead as the sailors lay in wait. They'd worked quickly and tirelessly to disguise their ship with the foliage around them, all for this moment. The bombers, unified in a triangular formation, searched with the intent to destroy. Knowing the fate of their ship and themselves were at stake, the sailors held their breath and prayed. Was their ship camouflaged well enough to save their lives? Welcome to Shipwreck Sunday. My name is Eleanor. Just a quick disclaimer for our younger audience before we dive in. This story may be disturbing to some, so viewer discretion is advised. Okay, everyone, let's get into it. They say love is a battlefield, so welcome to Warship Month 2024. We are kicking things off with USS Peary DD-226, a Clemson-class destroyer of the U.S. Navy that received one battle star for her service. Shout out to our close family friend Josh, whose grandfather served on USS Peary and survived the sinking. Thank you for the idea, Josh. USS Peary was laid down as yard number 492 in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania yard of William Cramp and Sons. She was named after the American explorer and officer in the U.S. Navy, Robert Edwin Peary Sr., an explorer who made several expeditions to the Arctic and expanded our knowledge there. She was first laid down on September 9, 1919, being sponsored by daughter of Admiral Peary, Mrs. Edward Stafford. She was launched on April 6, 1920, being completed and passing her sea trials shortly after that. She was commissioned on October 22, 1920. She was a Clemson-class destroyer, which were ships commissioned from 1919 to 1922 by the U.S. Navy. They were a minor redesign of the earlier Wicks class, giving better fuel capacity, and they were also the last pre-World War II class of flush deck destroyers built for the U.S. Flush decks are any decks continuous from stern to stem in shipbuilding. They were also the most numerous destroyers until the introduction of the Fletcher-class destroyers in 1939. In total, there were 156 vessels built for the Clemson class, with an additional six being authorized but later canceled. Before we dive into her wartime service, let's look at her specs. She was an American destroyer, and a destroyer is defined as a fast, maneuverable, long-endurance warship intended to escort larger vessels in a fleet, convoy, or carrier battle group and defend them against a wide range of general threats. Essentially, destroyers are the bodyguards of the seas. USS Peary is the perfect example of this, being long and skinny. Her displacement is an imperial ton, since she is an American beauty, and she displaced 1,190 tons. In metric tons, that's 1,209 tons. As for imperial measurements, she was 314 feet and 4 inches long, had a beam of 31 feet and 9 inches wide, and a draft of 9 feet and 3 inches deep. In metric measurements, that's a length of 95.81 meters long, a beam of 9.68 meters wide, and a draft of 2.82 meters deep. Her complement featured 142 officers and enlisted, and she was painted slate gray with either a red or black keel. She had four smokestacks close together amidships, and she looked sleek and dangerous. Let's look at propulsion and armament, shall we? As for propulsion, she was powered by a pair of 26,500 horsepower or 19,800 kilowatt-geared turbines that turned two screws. This granted her an average service speed of 35 knots, which is 65 kilometers per hour and 40 miles per hour. 
for guns. She was equipped with four four-inch 50 caliber guns, one three-inch 50 caliber gun, and 12 21-inch or 533 millimeter torpedo tubes. This made her very deadly. But don't worry, this video won't hurt you. If you're enjoying this video, leave me a like, subscribe to the channel for more content, and let me know down in the comments section below. Enough of that, let's get into her service history. She was built after World War I and before World War II, and she had wartime service in these between years. She was in the Far East consistently from 1922 until 1931, starting with the Yangtze River Patrol from 1923 to 1931. The Yangtze River Patrol, or simply Yangtze Patrol, was a naval operation from 1854 to 1949 to protect American interests in the Yangtze River's treaty ports. After 1931, USS Peary still made annual deployments to Chinese waters to protect American interests there until the onslaught of World War II in 1939. On September 1, 1939, Adolf Hitler's Nazi German troops invaded Poland, thus beginning World War II the bloodiest conflict in human history. USS Peary would get swept up into it after the U.S. joined the war with the December 7, 1941 bombing of Pearl Harbor in Hawaii by the Japanese. When the news reached her, USS Peary was moored at Cavite in the Philippines, and she would be caught up in the raid on the Cavite Navy Yard just two days later. Early in the afternoon on December 10, 1941, more than 52-engine high-level bombers swooped in over Cavite. They were high enough in the sky to avoid the range of anti-aircraft fire, and so they were able to practically destroy the entire base. She was tied at a small pier, taking one bomb in the forward part of the ship, and this damaged the forward stack and superstructure, killing eight men. Soon, a bigger problem began. Fires spread in a torpedo overhaul shop on the wharf beside her that set off torpedo warheads. Luckily, she was towed out by USS Whippoorwill, and Whippoorwill and USS Pillsbury used their fire hoses to put out the fire in a matter of five minutes. In this engagement, USS Peary's commanding officer, Commander H.H. Keith, was injured and later relieved by Commander J.M. Birmingham. This was not the last time USS Peary was part of a firefight, as conflict would follow her throughout her career. The day after Christmas on December 26, 1941, USS Peary was steaming through the Pacific when again, the Japanese aircraft would swarm her and drop several bombs around her. Luckily, she was unscathed when she arrived in Campomanes Bay, Negros Island on December 27th, docking for the day here. Here, her crew got to work camouflaging her. They covered her in palm fronds and green paint, hoping to hide her from Japanese patrol bombers. Luckily, it worked and five bombers passed above them while they waited with bated breath. The bombers passed by that morning without any issue, and when darkness came over the island, USS Perry slipped out through the Salibi Sea for the Makassar Strait. If you're on an audio-only format like Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, or another podcast service, make sure to subscribe for more episodes and leave us a five-star review, since it helps us reach more listeners like you. Check out our community tab on YouTube to keep up with us, and we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, back to the story. Unfortunately, USS Peary was spotted by a Japanese bomber the following morning, and it followed her until the early afternoon when three other bombers swooped in for a two-hour engagement. The planes dropped 500-pound or 230-kilogram bombs and launched two torpedoes just 500 yards or 460 meters from the ship. The torpedoes were aimed right at her, and quickly she backed up on one engine, with the torpedoes just barely missing her bow. 
Just seconds after this, two more torpedoes just missed the stern by a mere 10 yards or 9.1 meters. After this, the bombers, having failed their mission, fled. USS Peary rang in the new year in Darwin, Australia, and during January and the beginning of February in 1942, she would patrol Darwin, hunting submarines. Valentine's Day, the day of love, was one of those days spent at war searching for submarines. From February 15th to the 16th, USS Peary was part of the mission to transport supplies and reinforcements to Allied forces in Dutch Timor at the Battle of Timor. But unfortunately, this ceased after she came under intense air attack once more. This battle would prove to be quite intense. Almost as intense as the love of our patrons. This episode couldn't be possible without our lovely patrons. Thank you all so much. If you'd like to support the channel and future episodes, go to patreon.com slash Sunday to join. Okay, let's get into the sinking. On February 19, 1942, USS Peary was back at Darwin when the bombing of Darwin would take place. The bombing of Darwin, or Battle of Darwin, was the largest single attack ever mounted by a foreign power on Australia. On this day, 242 Japanese aircraft would attack the town, the town's two airfields, and ships in the Darwin Harbor in two separate raids to prevent the Allies from using them as bases. This was to continue Japanese invasion of Timor and Java. Unfortunately for Darwin, she was slightly defended in comparison to the attack that took place. There was little loss on the side of the Japanese and massive devastation for the Allies, with more than half of Darwin's civilians leaving permanently before or immediately after the raid. These two raids at the Battle of Darwin would mark the first and largest of 100 air raids that would fall upon Australia from 1942 into 1943, and it happened just four days after Singapore fell to the Japanese. This, my friends, is where we will find USS Peary. In the harbor at Darwin, there were 65 Allied warships and merchant ships moored at the time of the attack, and this included two American ships, USS Peary and USS William B. Preston, a seaplane tender also of the Clemson class. In addition to the 65 ships in port, two American Army supply ships, Don Isidro and Florence D., were near Bathurst Island heading toward the Philippines with arms and supplies on the morning of the raid. The raid was conducted by aircraft launched from aircraft carriers, mostly from the first carrier air fleet commanded by Vice Admiral Chuichi Nagumo. Within this force were the aircraft carriers Soryu, Kaga, Hiryu, and Akagi, surrounded by a powerful fleet of escorting surface ships. All of these carriers had also participated in the attack on Pearl Harbor. In addition to the planes from these ships, 54 land-based bombers attacked Darwin before the first raid at 9.56 in the morning. The first raid began to arrive over Darwin at 9.58 a.m., with HMAS Gunbar being the first ship attacked. At this time, the town's air raid sirens finally sounded. Finally, dive bombers descended upon Darwin Harbor and onto USS Peary. During the dive bombing, USS Peary was struck with five bombs. The first struck the fantail, exploding. The second was an incendiary bomb and hit the galley deck house. The third struck but did not explode. The fourth hit the forward deck and exploded ammunition magazines there. And the fifth and final bomb was another incendiary, exploding in the after engine room. USS Peary did fight back, with a 30 caliber machine gun on the after deck house and a 50 caliber machine gun on the galley deck house firing until the last enemy plane fled. She sank quickly in the harbor, taking 88 men, including Birmingham, with her to the bottom. 
There were 54 survivors, including 53 enlisted men and one officer, Lieutenant Junior Grade R.L. Johnson. One officer of the crew, Lieutenant W.J. Catlett, was ashore during the final battle of USS Peary and was then tasked with writing the official U.S. Navy report on the sinking. USS Peary was the very first of the Asiatic fleet to be sunk in World War II, marking the first of many ships to fall on this fleet. She was stricken from the U.S. Navy list on May 8, 1942. The attacks on the harbor lasted only 30 minutes, and in this time, the ships sunk were USS Peary, HMAS Mavy, USAT Migs, MV Neptuna, SS Zealandia, SS Mauna Loa, MV British Motorist, Caralee, and Kilat. 21 laborers on the wharf were also killed during the bombing of the harbor. Rest in peace to everyone who died during this horrific attack. As for USS Peary's wreck, she lies in 89 feet or 27 meters of water in Darwin Harbor at the coordinates 12 degrees 28 minutes 30 seconds south and 130 degrees 49 minutes 45 seconds east. The wreck herself remains as a memorial to those who died in the first bombing raid in Australia and to everyone who defended Darwin. Curiously enough, in 2020, it was announced that her propellers were found a few kilometers from the vessel, so the exact nature of her sinking has been brought into question. USS Peary would receive multiple medals, including the Yangtze Service Medal and China Service Medal for her career before World War II, and for her service during World War II, she received the American Defense Service Medal with Fleet Clasp, the Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal with one battle star, and a World War II Victory Medal. There is a memorial in Darwin in honor of those lost on USS Peary, located in Bicentennial Park. It consists of one of her four-inch deck guns, as well as a plaque. The gun itself is aimed toward Peary's resting place out in the harbor. The memorial was visited by Prime Minister Julia Eileen Gillard of Australia and President Barack Obama of the United States on November 17, 2011, as part of a ceremony dedicated to World War II veterans, and it was at the end of the 60th anniversary of the ANZUS presidential visit to Australia. ANZUS stands for the Australia, New Zealand, and United States Security Treaty, which is a 1951 non-binding collective security agreement between these three countries. The story of USS Peary is tattered in bullet holes and riddled with glory, but the most important thing to remember is the 88 men that paid the ultimate sacrifice, and the 54 survivors that lived with the image of their ship and comrades sinking out from under them. To them, thank you for your service and rest in peace. If you liked that story and wanted to hear more war stories, check out our World War II warships playlist in the cars. Stay tuned next week for the story of the Japanese battleship Nagato, which saw intense battle in World War II and was later sunk as part of nuclear testing in the Bikini Atoll. Thank you for tuning into Shipwreck Sunday. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.